Welcome to the Akashic Musings Podcast. My name is Laura Mazzotta, and I will be your guide during this sacred experience. I'm an Akashic healer and teacher, and I've also been a therapist for almost 20 years. This podcast is your go-to opportunity for all things healing, inspiration, and empowerment. I will be sharing potent wisdom from divine intelligence in the space of the Akashic Records. For more understanding of what the Akashic Records are, I encourage you to listen to episode one or head over to my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'm so grateful to have you here, receiving the powerful energetic shifts that radiate through these messages. Just by listening in, you're doing your part to raise the vibration of the planet and fully realize our natural state of wellness and vitality. Without further ado, here's today's episode. friend, thanks so much for joining me for this chat about trauma-informed care. This is such a critical discussion, and I would really recommend that you listen all the way to the end. And if you're a coach, healer, therapist, or healthcare provider, you might want to take a couple notes because there's so many people who think that they're trauma-informed, and that's because they're very heart-centered and very kind and very considerate and thoughtful, and their intentions are really good. And those are all wonderful things, but that doesn't mean that they are necessarily trauma-informed and able to really hold space for whatever comes forward when somebody is processing or sharing about their trauma. So this episode is very important, and pull up a seat. So let's talk about trauma first. Trauma is very subjective, but not in the way that we perceive it from the mind, because we all have our judgments and perspectives on what we think trauma is. But trauma is really interpreted by our nervous system and by our energy. And we don't always know exactly what feels traumatic to us. So I could get stung by a bee and completely flip out and somebody else next to me could have the same happen and have no reaction at all. And that is because trauma is passed down through at least three generations, and it is housed within our energy, within our nervous systems, and can be carried forward from ancestry, past lives, as well as experiences from our childhoods. Some of these experiences we may remember, and some of them we may not. So it's important to, number one, have a non-judgmental stance when we're talking about trauma for ourselves or anybody else. That's really point one of trauma-informed care. Because especially when we're enduring trauma at the moment, we aren't necessarily in a space of non-judgment. There's going to be people who disagree with the way that you respond or react. There's going to be people who label or judge you for the fact that you're, quote unquote, still holding on to something that you needed to let go of years ago, right? So there is a lot of judgment that exists around trauma, especially when it's something that is seemingly mild or insignificant, like being stung by a bee or spilling your drink. And we don't know what happened in a past life or what happened with our ancestry or what happened even when we were kids before we could remember that may have wired our nervous system in a way that we become reactive to that stimulus, 
Okay, so non-judgment is really important. And we want to be able to hold people in a space of realizing that anything that comes forward is neutral. Everything that comes forward is valuable. And it isn't labeled as good or bad. Okay, so that's number one. The second thing to know about trauma-informed care is that it's all about holding a safe space for people to bring forward whatever needs to come to the surface so that they can release it. And that's the reason it comes to the surface. It's not to traumatize themselves again. It's because it's meant to be released and it doesn't want to be stuck inside anymore. So we need to create a safe space to do that. And safe space is something that, this is the most common theme that runs through trauma-informed care. And people think that Well, as long as I'm conscious of holding a safe space, then I'm trauma-informed. And that's not accurate. It's really not true. Um, We want to make sure that we are practicing safety at multiple layers. So this involves the nervous system. And the nervous system becomes, it, it actually encodes trauma emotionally, cognitively, and cellularly. And so all of these associations between these parts of ourselves are encoded all at the same time at the time of the trauma. So what we do a lot of the time, especially in the therapeutic world, is we create new associations. So if there's a trigger or something that sets somebody off, what you're going to do is you're going to associate that with a more positive trigger to be able to neutralize the stimulus. Okay, and you need to do this consistently and repetitively or it's not going to work. But there's also several other ways that we can work with our nervous system to be able to expand our capacity to hold energy, to expand it to the next level of ourselves, to be able to ground ourselves so that we can really know that we are safe and repeat to ourselves that we are safe when triggers or stimuli show up that would ordinarily set us off from a traumatic memory perspective. But the nervous system is the physical body. And the physical body is not the deepest layer that we can go when we are healing. So although nervous system safety and working with the vagus nerve and understanding the ins and outs of that is very helpful and certainly something that we all could benefit being educated on, it's not all of it. Because although we can shift our nervous system and we can be repetitive and sustain it, There's nothing as unwavering as our soul. And our soul is always feeling safe. And I actually created a proprietary method for helping us connect and allowing us to connect to that soul level safety. And again, as we practice that consistency, we are attuning our vibration to that frequency so that we are feeling safe at the deepest layer of our being. There's also energy, being able to tune into your own and other people's energy when you're working with trauma. And let me be clear, trauma can come up at any time. You may say, oh, well, I'm trauma-informed because I'm loving and I'm heart-centered and I'm always conscious of setting good intentions and holding a really safe space for people. But maybe what you're not doing is... Tuning into the person's energy field so that you can really feel when a response may be arising. And this is key. And this takes practice and training. 
to be able to predict and intuitively tune into how the energy is shifting and moving as the trauma comes up when you're working with someone. I could be talking about Winnie the Pooh and Tigger and all of a sudden somebody could have a reaction. It might seem completely unrelated, but it's not for us to judge. There's obviously something there that holds information for us to learn a little bit more deeply. So staying very open-minded to that and very open in your energy field to allowing anything that needs to come up to come up. Tuning into the energy field is especially important when we're talking about the pace at which we support people moving through their traumatic memories or the energy or emotions that are arising. So we want to make sure that we are going at the pace of the person's field. This could be communicated to us through sensations that they're sharing from their body or emotions that we see coming up. But we want to make sure that we are going at the pace of the person's field and the pace that they are ready to integrate at the time and not the pace that we think is appropriate based on what's coming forward for them. And this is why it's so important to be in touch with their soul's purpose and their soul-level guidance and wisdom because that's really going to inform us what this person's mission and purpose is in this lifetime. And we can really gauge whether, okay, is this a trauma that we need to tune into right now? Or is this not something we need to dive into? Because I think a lot of times people get trauma happy and they think that like, oh, we need to dive into all the trauma and heal it. And that can be really traumatizing in itself and re-traumatizing for somebody who's experienced chronic trauma or repeated experiences of trauma. We don't need to heal at all, my friends. Identify what the soul mission is. And if there's something that comes up that interferes with forwarding your soul mission, then yeah, we dive into it and we work on it. But it's important for you to be in tune with both of those things. Also, we want to make sure that we are aware of our own trauma work and the, and the work we need to do. Even if we've been to therapy and we've processed trauma and we've taken courses and we've done our own work on our, on our nervous system and even our energy field, we can, this is one of the, the top things that I see as the issue, to be honest with you, is that I see a lot of therapists, coaches, healers, healthcare providers that come to me and say, you know, I'm feeling like this person's energy is like I'm having trouble with absorbing their energy. And that really comes down to boundaries, you know, being able to set boundaries so that you're not absorbing that other person's energy. But more importantly, it has to do with you being able to be very clear on your mission and standing very confidently in it and knowing that that's your top priority and it's of the utmost importance. Because when that happens, no matter what energy comes into your field, it's not going to shake you because you know what your core mission is and you're dedicated to it. Okay, so this is really all about confidence in your own trauma work and realizing that you're not just checking it off a list, but you're allowing yourself to sit with whatever comes up in layers and being really compassionate and patient so that if something gets triggered or brought forward when a client flips out or starts to process their trauma, you know how to manage that and reset very quickly and to be able to support them through the same and teach them how to do the same. Okay. The other, the other piece of this is space. You want to open up space for yourself. You want to open up space for other people so that they have 
not just the time when we talked about pace, but also the space to be able to process their trauma. So what does this mean? Of course, you're going to want to make sure that your environment is really cozy, comfy to be able to keep it nice and peaceful, um, calm colors, maybe even a candle lit, things like that, to be able to um, really offer them a, a space of comfort to work through this. But more importantly, it's also you creating space for yourself. The more space that you take for yourself and your own stillness, in your own mind, in your own heart, getting to know your core self, the more space you're opening up for your clients and your loved ones to be able to explore whatever it is they need to explore because you're going to be even more solid and you're going to be on a much more steady ground because you've expanded the holding space for whatever comes forward from someone else, okay? Another really important part to talk about in trauma-informed care is that there are layers of trauma. We do not want to release them and, and heal them all at once. That's very dangerous. And I've seen this time and time again with clients coming to me and saying that this other practitioner opened up their trauma but didn't complete the cycle. Completion is key. It's so critical when we're working with trauma because if we open something up and then people are left with, well, now what do I do with this? Or now I'm feeling this or that, or I'm trying to restabilize. Even if we give them the tools, we haven't closed the circle. And that's really important because otherwise you leave people feeling vulnerable. And although vulnerability is a good thing when we're talking about trauma work, because we want to be able to be vulnerable in a safe space so that we can show ourselves and show our nervous systems that it's okay and that we're no longer in that traumatic event or experience. We need to take into account what their environment is that they're going back to after this session. We need to take into account how stable they are. We need to take into account who they're interacting with on the daily. Because if we open up layers of trauma that they are not ready to integrate, then we are really doing a disservice and can do more harm than good. Because then we're opening something up that really leaves people floundering and feeling unsafe and feeling vulnerable in their own world. And there's times when people are still living in the environment where they're not feeling safe. And this could be, even if it's not that, even if they're feeling physically safe, they could feel emotionally unsafe. Okay. And so those are pieces to keep in mind as well. And finally, we really want to have a deep understanding of the body holistically understanding how the systems of the body work, not just the nervous system, but the cardiovascular system, the respiratory system, the immune system, et cetera, et cetera. And being able to understand this person holistically, not just from a physiological standpoint, but what impacts their body? What kind of nutrition are they taking in? How much rest are they getting? How many fluids are they taking in? And we want to see how well fortified is their body to be able to tolerate what work we do with trauma and to be able to expand to hold a greater level of energy. Because when we shift trauma, we're opening up pathways of opportunity and we're opening up space for more to come in. And that's a good thing because we're opening people up to more love, abundance, intimacy, freedom, you name it. But we want to make sure people can hold it. And honestly, the best way to do this is to be connected to God or source or the Akashic records or the universal energy. Because when we do that, 
that's really going to bring forward information and healing and guidance that is ready to be integrated for that person at that time. So you know you're not going to be bringing forward information that is really not applicable or too much for that person to handle in the moment. So your intimate relationship with God and the universe and your ability to read that and somebody else, meaning intuitive ability, intuitive expansion, is of high service in this work. So to review, this trauma-informed care is about holding a safe space, yes, but it's also about the practitioner safely grounding and rooting themselves, to being aware of and managing their own trauma stories, to be able to gently and confidently bring themselves and the client back to safety, even with the most extreme of trauma or panic responses. You have no idea how people are going to respond when it comes to trauma. It's very similar to the kind of concept of when we're talking about addiction, when somebody is using Even if you trust them implicitly and you know exactly who they are, they're not the same person when they're using. And so when something comes up, you have no idea what their reaction is going to be like. You cannot predict it when somebody is using. Same thing goes here. When trauma is activated, you have no idea how somebody's going to react. I've had people screaming in my face. I've had people having full-on tantrums and meltdowns. I've had people completely dissociated and separating from from themselves, becoming psychotic. There's so many things that can come up when trauma is activated. And even the most stable people that you think, oh, that'll never happen. You just don't know what's housed within their system. And we need to be prepared for all of it and be in a space of, I'm super confident about all of this. Like, I feel really super confident about this and I can handle anything that comes forward. Good. Love that. Not only that, but make it an informative moment for you and the client. So trauma-informed care is so necessary for the work that we do as healthcare providers, as healers, coaches, therapists, because it's also going to apply for your nervous system as you grow and expand in your business, in your income, in your intimacy, and in your love for yourself and your compassion for yourself and your connection with others, etc. Okay? And we are focused not just on the fact that this benefits our nervous systems, but that we are deepening this trauma work to holding energetic safety for ourselves and others. Okay? We're going beyond the nervous system. We're going deeper than that. We need to find our soul-level unwavering safety. Okay, and this applies to your business too. Your business is also an energetic entity and needs to feel safe. It also wants to be super rooted. This is where I love to open up the Akashic records of my business to identify what layers exist there, what trauma wounds exist in my business, what needs to be healed, and how can I create a space of a safe space of holding for my business, of boundaries, of non judgment of processing trauma in layers for my business, of opening up space for my business in a way that really serves the collective. So I'm offering a trauma-informed certification to anyone who comes to the Sacred Integration Mastermind program that starts in March. This is really an opportunity to deep dive into you, into your business, into really integrating your nervous system, meaning your physical body and the work that you do, your business and the spiritual, because when we couch your business in God's vision and in the universe's vision, it's super stable and steady and it's always of service 
And it's always going to bring forward what people are ready to integrate. And we want to make sure that you get to continue to grow in your business and personally while you maintain your vitality, your relationships, and your connection to yourself. So I'm going to drop the link here in the show notes. Check it out. This is a wonderful opportunity to be able to grow your business, to be able to really feel solid and confident by the time that you're done, and to be able to offer this to others. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Feel free to drop any questions, shoot me a message. I'm always open to hearing from you, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. I'm so grateful you're taking the time to integrate healing at the deepest level. If you loved this episode, connect with me on Instagram at Emerge Healing and Wellness or contact me through my website at www.theakashictherapist.com. I'll see you next week on the next episode of the Akashic Musings podcast. Bye for now and have a wonderful week.